Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to The JTH Show. Today, let's talk about if you're manly enough, or maybe not. And is this white privilege? But first, roll the intro. All right, let's get right into it. Thank you for coming back and watching another show. You can catch this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. Um, it's, it feels good to be doing these on a regular regular basis now, right, Josh? Yeah, it's great to be back. Um, we're loving, loving doing these daily shows for you guys now and loving to see some comments as well. Even if they are hateful, we, we love to see them. We love the interaction, so keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, and, you know, to that, let me say that uh, we hold true to what we said, you know, on other shows, which is we will really want to interact with you guys. Like, it's just, you know, even if you guys don't agree with us, that's the beauty, right? And it's something that I've also been preaching here for, for a while, is we should have more conversations. And it doesn't mean, by the way, that we're always going to agree, you know? Um, in fact, uh, maybe we shouldn't, right? Maybe there's some stuff that you see your way, we see ours, but that's the, that's the thing that we can actually still, uh, you know, uh, coexist, right? And we don't have to come to any kind of violence. That's just your point of view and our our point of view. And for those of you guys that are a little lost and like, what the hell is, are these guys talking about? So we uploaded a video about TikTok, you know, and wondering if TikTok, uh, to a certain extent, is uh, kind of like uh, normalizing uh, pedophilia, right? And, and for some people, this might have been a little, you know, tough to hear and a little bit extreme, right? But listen, at the end of the day, it's our opinion, you know, and, and we're not here to shame anyone. Uh, we're not here to tell you guys that this is exactly what you should do. These are the instructions. Live your life, right? Th this is just uh, two guys' opinions. No, no different than if or for some reason we worked at the same location or we had mutual friends and you heard me or Josh, Josh say an opinion. And you would just be like, hey, I, I don't agree, right? But again, we can continue on being friends and, and, and coexisting and even, you know, learning from each other, right? Um, we'll have different points of views. And, and again, that's the beauty about being human. So with that, let me say that, um, you know, I, I appreciate the comments. Uh, we, we're going to reply to them uh, and we're going to have those conversations. And if anybody out there, by the way, feels that passionately and brave enough to want to come on the show, I welcome you. You know, hit me up. You can reach me on any of our social medias. Leave a comment. Say, hey, JT, I would love to come on the show. I'll bring you right on. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll have a, a conversation and, you know, and that'll be that. People will also hear your opinion. And guess what? Some people won't agree with your opinion. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's just, it's a life, right? Um, but anyways, wanted to mention that very quickly. And with that, let's mm -hmm. get into the news. Josh, what do we have for today? All right, let's uh, look at it right away. So we have uh, this one coming straight out of the uh, BBC. And this is the headline that China promotes education drive to make boys more manly. Okay, so what, the moment I saw that headline, I thought, okay, the country that now banned Winnie the Pooh for uh, looking like their president, apparently, has uh, done it again and... Uh, They've raised the stakes as far as mad laws go, but let's have a look into it. Let's let's dissect this a little bit more before we make any judgments. So, a notice from China's education ministry has caused a stir after it suggested young Chinese men had become too, quote-unquote, feminine. 
The message has been criticized as sexist by many online users, obviously, but some say China's male celebrities are partly to blame. So looking at it like that, JT, what do you make of it so far? <laughs> That's what I make out of it. Listen, um, I try to be balanced, right? And see both sides of, of things. Now, I don't live in China. I've never been to China. I don't know what kind of, um, you know, unmanly pandemic they're going through. If I think that's what I'm, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm, uh, what I'm reading into, right? Uh, what kind of epidemic they're going through where, where they're losing uh, all their manly men. So I will say this, that yes, there is a side that I see that many people try to push when it comes to how feminine all men, by the way, should be, right? And if you are anything but that then you must be a, a homophobe or whatever that whatever name fascist right they love to throw that one around um oh you wouldn't wear a dress oh okay then you, you know you're being a homophobe uh oh uh, you don't like people wearing dresses oh you know that uh that makes you a fascist or something like that i see that side you know of people getting aggravated you know because there's a lot of people with that mentality that will push that and then there's the other side where you have people that if you decide to wear hell anything that looks a little, you know, feminine, oh wow, man, you know, you're losing your masculinity. What's happening to you, man, man? Or if you cry, dude, really? You're gonna be soft like that? So I see both sides, right? And, and in both extremes. And like many things, the 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 sweet spot is somewhere in the middle. You know, I like as an example, right? Um, to to hear a lot of uh, no, so let's see here. A lot of women sing. I'll sing to a lot of songs and hum to them sung, you know, by women. Uh, I don't wear dresses. I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't feel that uh, this figure, or maybe I'm wrong, by the way, would look good in a dress, right? Uh, and I just, it's not my thing. Does it mean that I look down upon a man that wears a dress? Dude, do you, man. You know, be happy, whatever makes you happy, right? But... In that same aspect, don't make me out to be a villain because I say I don't I don't want to wear a dress or heels, right? Uh, I, again, the middle the middle ground is, it's, or the happy excuse me uh, place is somewhere in the middle. Uh, do I feel by the way that China or any government should push uh, some kind of agenda in schools like they're proposing to make you know children manly? No, I think it's one step. Uh, closer to to radicalizing people, right? Because it's no different than when schools here in the States, by the way, if you don't believe me, look it up. I mean, we're talking about somewhere 80s and before, maybe the 70s, 50s. But for a long time, if you were gay or you were identified, right, by someone saying, oh, look at that guy, he looks gay. They would try to bring you into like church and talk to you and like, you know, educate the gay out of you, which is it's preposterous. It's stupid, right? It's it, it, to even think that it happened <clears throat> is, is I'm sorry. I don't agree. If there's anybody right now, very conservative that's getting pissed off. I'm sorry, you know, uh, sorry, but not sorry because um, it, it is an, it is a moronic thing to think that you can educate the gay out of someone. And in that sign, yeah. on the other hand, by the way, with the same energy, I will say you cannot educate someone to be more feminine, you know, and force them. And saying, come on, man, get out of those boots. Put some high heels. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Why? Why not? Oh, that's right. 
Oh, that's right. Because you're a radical because you're this. No, I just don't want to wear heels. You know what I mean? Um, I think that when it comes to, to how you identify or, or how you feel about yourself, by the way, and saying, I, I really enjoy everything women enjoy. Um, and I like to wear dresses. It's just like, okay, well, that's you. And in that same, you know, uh, with that same passion, I will say anyone that feels differently should be allowed to. By the way, um, if anybody meets another person and they're like, dude, we're like the best friends and, you know, we're going to bring on more people to our clan and group or whatever you want to call them because we all like manly stuff. Do you? There's all these getaways of, you know, man's man that go out and hunt and, you know, they they eat from like, I don't know, man-made like bowls and rocks, act like whatever. Do you? That's fine, right? Same thing with a community that says, hey, we're going to get together, five of us men, and we're going to wear dresses all weekend and makeup and that's fine. They're, you know, they're, you know, that's fine. Let them be. The problem is when we have groups telling each other that they are wrong. And for that matter, like in China, literally saying, we're going to educate you on, on being more manly, right? Because what does that, what does that do to someone that an example, a young child that maybe identifies more internally with, uh, women or the girls. And now he's in school and he's being taught probably that everything he feels and identifies with is wrong. You know what I mean? And now we're going to educate it out of you or educate you into manly manliness or whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think they, they, that's still happening in the States. There are still these, uh, these camps, right. That of course they're more privately are now the like, I think they call it like pray the gay away. Yeah. Which is like a, ridiculous like that that whole concept is just wrong you know i mean and well you know going going further into the article let's let, let's have a little bit let, let's see what else it had to say it said uh, for a while china's china's government has signaled concern that the country's most popular male role models are no longer strong athletic figures like army heroes in quotes even president xi jinping a well-known football enthusiast has long been seeking to cultivate better sports stars. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe, personally speaking, maybe he had some issues with being identified uh, as uh, someone that was very feminine or, you know, and now it's like... I don't know. I wish someone would have uh, prayed that away <laughs> or or educated me or something, you know, and now he's like, I'm going to do it right now that I'm president. Uh, listen, um, for those of you guys that don't have to suffer through this, you know, be thankful, right? That you live in a country that, that you don't have to maybe send your children to school where they're going to be taught to be manly. Um, do I feel that there are certain bonds that, that an example I'll speak from my point of view as a, as a man and as a father that I will do with, uh, you know, my, my kid, you know, who's a, my, oh, my youngest who's a boy, um, that I feel that I want to teach him, uh, you know, yes, but I'm not, you know, like example, by the way, and when I mean teach him, I mean like, I don't know, like a mechanic or, or to build things, but I wouldn't not teach it to my girls. You know what I mean? I wouldn't tell my girls like, Hey, you go away. I'm only teaching this to my son. No. Right. 
Um, do I feel, by the way, that maybe my son will have a natural inclination to want to learn things that my daughters won't? Yes, it is. It happens now, right now, as, as they are children. I will be out working on something in the garage, and the one that comes over to to ask me what am I doing or what is it that we're fixing or pretend that he's doing something is usually my boy. But it doesn't mean that my girls have never come out and try to help me. It doesn't mean at all. When I barbecue, for instance, my boy is nowhere to be seen, right? But my oldest daughter is right there with me, right? Learning how to start a grill from, from scratch, learning how to, you know, how to just, you know, barbecue, period. You see what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean, again, that I'm excluding one from the other. It just means what is natural to you. Right now, when my wife, I don't know, is doing something that is, quote unquote, feminine, I, don't even, I can't even specifically think of anything right now. Um, I don't know if my boy, you know, goes over and wonders and what is, you know, what are you doing, mom? Or, or if, you know, if my girls go for that matter. You know, again, I can't think of an example of something that would be feminine, but... Um, you know, but you see my point, right? It's just, it's so stupid, like to be able to, to, to tell people, I'm going to, I'm going to create a curriculum, like in China, they're trying to do you right with, uh, to teach boys how to be man. Like, I don't even know what that would look like. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like create fire with stones. Girls can do that too. I, you know what I mean? Like drink beer. I know plenty of women that love beer. <laughs> it's, it's just, What? Yeah, exactly. It, it just doesn't really have any. I think you touched on something which is quite important as well. It's instead of telling them like, hey, son, you're going to learn how to fix a car today. It's more you let them come over to you if they show interest. I think that's the most important part. Instead of shoving something down their throat, letting them show interest and actually listening to your kids, you know, I think that that, that should be that should be the priority, I think, as any parent personally. But um, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm, I mean, I'm not a father. I'm not a father. Come on. So I, I, I still don't quite understand the whole thing. But I, I like to think I'd be able to, to at least be able to listen and be fair if I were lucky enough to have a kid, you know? Right, so, right, right. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, I think uh, it's, it's definitely uh, something in the culture first, right, that you have to look at. And then you have to maybe look at, uh, what's happening at home with mom and dad, you know, or dad and dad, mom and mom, you know, whatever, and see really what it, what is being passed on to the, to the children, right? That's going to really determine whether the child ends up being a good man, period, or a good woman, period, as they grow older, right? Uh, for anybody that mm -hmm. I just mentioned, like, labels and you don't believe in those uh sorry but that's the labels you know that i'm just using right now because of the article we're talking about i think about these things by but sometimes by the way on the back of my head when i mention the the word men or women i always feel like man it's, it's just a matter of time until someone comes at me you know and say but what about you know this i'm sorry you get the point i'm just trying to make a point here okay all right and with that let's move on to the next story that is uh quite interesting uh I'm going to be honest with you guys earlier when I was discussing the, the article with my wife, uh, I got a little heated over it because I am a guy that obviously is not white and I actually don't fully believe in any kind of like privilege in terms of, you know, skin color. I think there are, there are, you know, situations in which possibly your skin color will, will, 
I don't know, uh, grant you certain, certain uh, I don't know, advantages. But I think it's going to be more geographical, right? Definitely. And I mean, like, not just generalizing the U.S., Asia, Africa. No, no, no. Like, I'm talking about more specific geos, right? Where if you were to go into any town, by the way, I don't care what country it is, it is predominantly, I mean, hardcore predominantly a skin color, right? And you happen to be the opposite skin color or just a different skin color, I should say. Then, yes, you're going to you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. It's natural. It's normal. Right. Um, so maybe you can say, oh, yeah, but, you know, certain privileges, you know, will apply in that scenario. Fair enough. But I think just generalizing it, I don't really, truly believe in it. However, the following story, unfortunately, hit me in the face. You know, it's just like cold water. And here's why. All right. So I woke up this morning and I'm reading through through uh, our uh, aggregated, you know, uh, news stuff that we use to uh, system to to see what headlines, you know, we're going to talk about today. And the one that's, again, like cold water. All right. It was like I was doing the eyes bucket, you know, challenge was QAnon, Shaman. Writer should be given organic food while in jail after going on hunger strike. Federal judge says. All right. So that right there is, in my opinion, the epitome of what people like me try to fight against and saying there is no white privilege. And then this shit happens. Right. Where you have a criminal. Some of you guys will say he's a hero. He's an activist. He was, you know, trying to stand up for his nation. He broke into a building, a federal building for that matter. Right. It temporarily took over it. Uh, some of these individuals even stole things, you know, like personal mail. They are criminals. By the standard of law, these individuals are criminals. And this criminal gets caught. This criminal because the, how the media works becomes somewhat famous and is leveraging that fame and saying, I'm going to basically go into a hunger strike if I don't, if I am not fed organic food, if I am not fed, let me rephrase that the food that I want, like I am at a fucking retreat, like I'm on vacation, right? And I ring my little bell and someone's going to rush over and say, yes, sir, what would you like? And it's like, oh, I want organic whatever, insert whatever meal you can think of. Now, at a five-star retreat or something of that nature where you're paying probably hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, understandably so, you're going to get what you're asking for, right? You're paying for it. This is a good thing. You are providing, you know, they are providing you a service. You are paying for it. You get it, right? He is in prison. He is, mother effort is in prison because he broke the law. And here we are giving him whatever he wants in terms of food. And it, we're not treating him like the rest of the prisoners, right? And all by a judge, a federal judge who says, no, this totally makes sense. Now, you tell me if you think that, a, as an example, a black or Mexican, Latino, whatever, anything that was, you know, that is not white would say, oh, I'm going to go on a hunger strike if I'm not fed tacos every Tuesday. You don't Ooh. feed me tacos. It's against my religion. I'm sorry. Which is what he's claiming. He is claiming that he practices some kind of a 
shaman religion. Never heard of it up until I literally read the article. In the article, by the way, it says U.S. Capitol writer, so-called QAnon, quote, QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley should be given organic food while in Washington, D.C. jail. A federal judge said Wednesday after Chansley, I hope I'm saying the name right, doesn't matter, I guess, went on an apparent hunger strike last week, claiming non-organic food was against his religion and would sicken him. I'm sickened just by reading this. It is, re- I'm sorry, it's, I'm, 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 I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get uh, too pissed off and say something that I shouldn't say on air, but it, 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 it is just blatantly obvious, you know, when they do things like this, that how can they deny this is not white privilege, right? How can they go out and say that? Now, you can argue and say, well, JT, really, there are some people that are Muslim, you know, Muslim, I'm sorry, that, you know, that they do their... Um, uh, I believe it happens on so many times a day that they have to pray. I get it. And if they're in prison, I'm against that too. Oh yeah, I just said it. If you're in prison, you're not a, a, at a retreat. If you're in prison, you're not there to be treated like royalty. You're in prison. Now, put aside the small group, because I don't think it's the overwhelming majority. The small group of people that created minor offenses, maybe are are in there um, unfairly, right? And they're still fighting their case. I would say that the vast majority of people in prison, and I know quite a bit of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your jokes, whatever you want, right? Yes, I'm Latino, and I know a lot of people that have been in prison. Are in there because they did something that they shouldn't. Are in there because they. a lot of them have said it jokingly. They kind of like the whole in and out. They'll come out for a few months, do something petty, something stupid. We'll go right in for a year and we'll just do that their entire lives. They're not there because they are outstanding citizens. If you're in prison, you essentially give up your rights, right? Up until the point where you should be treated humanely. And that is what is humanely could be given your three meals a day and a place to sleep. Yes, Cops uh, or, 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 or guards, whatever, shouldn't beat on you. Other prisoners shouldn't beat on you. But the humane, again, stops at feeding you, providing you somewhere to sleep. You do your time and you get out. It doesn't mean that you're given organic food. That's my opinion. See, it's a slap in the face for people like me. Right? I am very capable. In fact, you are too. You might go like this right now. Oh, you are. We are all capable of doing horrendous things. We are all capable of taking the easy way out and saying, I don't have money right now. You know what? I'm just going to go steal something. I don't have money right now. I'm just going to go assault someone. You know what? I'm feeling like uh, a little, you know, frisky tonight. I want to get some. I'm going to go just take it from any woman because it's my right, right? Or something stupid like that. But no, the vast majority of people say, no, you can't do that, man. That's actually breaking the law. Uh, I don't want to go to prison, so, you know, I'm going to take uh, the hard way. I'm going to work for my money, right? If if you're a guy and, you know, you, again, feel like getting some love, you're going to go out there, hopefully hustle and try to get, you know, uh, a, a companion or something. You get my point, right? You don't take the easy way out. People that take the easy way out end up in prison, Many times. Again, I'm not talking about the people that you're right now maybe thinking about some random stories about innocent people in jail. Put those people aside. Let's talk about the vast majority of people, right? 
And here we are, an example with uh, Jacob, who was like, he decided to go into the Capitol building. He decided to take part in breaking the law. And now he gets to stump his feet in the ground, throw a tantrum, and he is fed, or, or he will be fed, maybe by now he has been fed, organic food. Because, why? I'm sorry, I have no other way of explaining this, but why privilege? Which is exactly what I, I hate to admit that exists, right? I, want, I don't want to believe, I guess, mainly, that that type of privilege exists, you know? Um, but, you know, it's hard to argue against this. Well, of course, the thing is, we're not mentioning, you know, people who might have dietary requirements, people who, if, you know, they eat a certain thing, they could die. You know, there are some people who are deathly allergic to shellfish. Some people are deathly allergic to, I don't know, milk or uh, lactose, if you like. There are some people who are allergic to stuff. And, you know, just because they're in jail doesn't mean that we're going to give up their right to be able to, you know, not die. Well, in some states, you know, that in some states in the United States, you know, they believe that you should die for some of the crimes that you have done. But, you know, that, that's another topic for another day. What we're talking about here is people leveraging what they say they believe in. I'm going to say what they say they believe in, because I believe a lot of people use that very much to their advantage. And it's very, I can't remember the word, it's very convenient for them. Right. Know what I mean, but the thing is, this is a guy who I, I understand that in some prisons, or I think that they do this in prisons, that if you are vegetarian or if you are vegan, they do have a vegetarian option, you know, just like an airline or something like that. But this is a guy who is choosing, let's say, um, he's choosing something that is essentially the same, except it costs more in a supermarket instead of buying it from, I don't know, uh. Instead of buying it from Walmart, you have to go to Whole Foods. Right. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? That yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I guess with other religions, like uh, I guess uh, if you're if you're Jewish and in prison, I don't know if they have a uh, kosher meals or or if you're from Islam. I, I can't remember the name, the type of that meat, the type of meat that they eat in Islam. Sorry about that, but. Uh, but it's killed in a different way, basically. But, but that's the thing, though, right? I mean, you're in prison. Um, that's my point that I was trying to that I was trying to make earlier is that if you're in prison, you kind of forfeit a lot of those privileges that you have as a free person, right? Um, a lot of those choices that you can make when you're out here with the rest of us in civilization, obeying the law. You know, you can you can paint your house pink if you want. Now, imagine if someone in you know in prison is like, you know what? I cannot see any other color but pink. Um, so I need, I need, I need basically need people to paint my cell pink because otherwise I get the press. No, that's, you know, some of the advantages, privileges that you have when you are a free citizen, right? When you are in prison, you are in prison for a reason, right? And we're going to right now talk about the people that need to be in prison, that should be in prison. They forfeit those, those privileges. Oh, I, I need a kosher meal. Oh, I want vegan or uh, even for in this case, uh, you know, food like you just kind of said from Whole Foods, you know, that is 100 percent organic or some crap like that. You know, you wouldn't. I think for the vast majority of prisoners, they wouldn't get this right, which the point of the video is that is this white privilege. And I'm sorry to say, but I cannot explain it any other way because the man is not going to die. And you know, we're going to take science here. He can say that it hurts his 
soul and it hurts his, you know, his body. You know, give him, give him a can of beans. Oh, it's not organic. You're not going to die. Are you allergic to beans? Let's put you through some, uh, some blood tests. Oh, it doesn't look like you're allergic to beans. Beans is as organic as gonna as gonna get, and it comes from a can. Sorry, you know what I mean. When you go back into civilization after pain, you know for the crime you did, go back to your uh, to your Whole Foods, you know whatever. But and you know, sorry, you're in prison. My taxpayer dollars shouldn't pay for you to get, you know, special treatment. For that matter, even you know, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but it's not fair to other prisoners. I know, I know, I just said. Screw the prisoners, basically. But, it, it, you know, if you want to put it from that stance as well, it technically is not fair, right? For other prisoners to say, hey, man, when I was uh, out, you know, a free man before I broke the law, I used to eat again tacos every Tuesday. I don't get them anymore. I don't get those privileges, you know? Oh, but wait a minute. Here comes this white dude saying that uh, his body and soul cannot consume anything that's not organic. And a judge says, yeah, I agree. There you go. Yeah, just let us let us know if we're not seeing something because I feel like there there might be more to this. But if you if there is some if someone really strongly believes that prisoners need to get the dietary requirements that they need, as far as religion religious based reasons go, please let us know because I'd be really interested to hear what your argument is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, by the way, I'm thinking, what is to stop anybody from inventing religion? Just any religion, by the way. That is perfect, you know, across the board for someone that would probably be in jail eventually. So then that said person invents that religion, establishes it, says, I've been following it for the last 12 years. And then when he's he, he or she is in prison, you know, they say, hey, based on my religion that I've been practicing for a long time, my religion says that uh, I need to sleep only on, on feather beds. I need to sleep and have only wear uh, silk material on my body. That's my religion, by the way, okay? Um, and I only can eat uh, T-bone steaks every Tuesday and then uh, filet mignon on Wednesdays. And uh, they need to be cooked by the salt dude. You know that guy that used to do the whole thing? You know, that's just my religion. It's my religion, yeah. And I need to watch 20 hours of television every week. It's just part of my religion. You know, where where, where, where do we stop, you know, where, where, do, where, where do we say F you? Screw you. Um, let's remind you that you are in prison. You are in jail. You don't get any of that. But again, right here, it's hard to argue that this right here, my friends, is not pure white privilege, which I mm, I hate that I even have to say that, right? Um, but okay, that's it. We did have another little thing we had wanted to add on here. Uh, and uh, we are running out of time. But all right, I'll mention it very, very quickly. Vice. Uh, comes up with an article saying vegan influencers keep comparing meat eating to the Holocaust and slavery. <sighs> yeah. When you want to be extreme, you will take it there. When you want to be extreme, you're like, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. How can I get people to agree with my veganism? You're Hitler. You are Hitler. You're eating meat, Josh. You're fucking Hitler, dude. You're Hitler. You're the devil. You're Hitler. How extreme can we take it just so that you can see that I'm right and you're wrong? Sure, 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 sure. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I get to a certain point that the actual meat industry, it actually carries a, a lot of the economy of what we're living now, particularly in the States. 
if let's say for instance i think i've seen facts about this is um that if the whole country stopped eating meat and the meat industry collapsed the economy would also collapse because a lot of people the majority of people in the u.s is a fact eat meat okay so that's a fact. so if everybody stops eating meat all just overnight everyone's like you know veganism is the way forward yeah the economy would collapse that's the first thing the other thing that we have to think about here is um well it's kind of dehumanizing the poor souls that did lose their lives in the holocaust or in slavery or in other you know tragic horrific historic events so just think a little bit more carefully before before you actually throw accusations like that. I do get it. Big farming is actually, it's not good for the environment. That's that's true as well. That is a fact. Big farming is not good for the environment. It's killing the rainforest. That is also true. Um, so honestly, I do get why veganism is, I guess some people would say the way forward in some ways. I get that, you know, it probably is in some ways. We might look back in 100 years or 200 years and say, you know, those guys used to eat meat, what savages. Right. You know, I get that. But we have to think about the big picture here. Remember, like JT always says, the critical thinking, okay? You have to think very carefully. If we, if we do want to think about how we want to look after our future, then yes, maybe we do have to eat less meat. Not completely go cold turkey. Let's eat less meat. Let's weigh it out. Okay, let's wane it out slowly, slowly, and move on. Okay, that's just my opinion on the matter. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I wouldn't say uh, that the meat industry shouldn't have a a deep dive look around, you know, and seeing how, you know, they're they're behaving and their practices and stuff like that. Sure, by all means, you know, fine. I I can stand behind that. You know, I, I'm also not for the cruelty of animals. Of course not. That's not what I'm saying, by the way. But to, to go as far as comparing uh, the two is it's irresponsible, right? And like you said, it's insulting, right? To, to people that actually uh, lived, died, um, and have, of course, uh, some have survived the Holocaust. For instance, by the way, um, the article here goes on to say that they, that they spoke to someone, right? Someone by the name of Abraham Silverman, a 78-year-old Holocaust survivor and manager of a public relations at the uh, Canadian branch, and then there's a name, sorry, I can't pronounce it, uh, essentially a global Jewish human rights organization, right? Silverman said that the comparison of animal slaughter and meat consumptions to the Holocaust undermines the horrors that millions of Jews suffered during World War II. Yes, un I undisputed, right? Um, should, again, should the, 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 the farming industry, you know, be looked at? Yes, I agree. I've seen the videos from PETA and stuff like that, but do I think it's the exact same? No, it's not. And I, and some people might say, well, they just want to get the attention and they got your attention. So they did their job, I guess, but it doesn't make me, and I don't think it's going to make many people feel like, oh my God, shit, I'm going to quit. I'm going to, I'm going to go vegan tomorrow. No, like Josh said, it might be a gradual change, right? It might be something that we all look, you know, deep inside ourselves as is should it be something that we can truly walk away from, or at least for right now, um, 
change, right? Truly change, you know, and try to make a step forward in the right direction. If you eat meat, I don't know, a hundred times a year or something like that, you break it down to like maybe half of that or something. Sure. Um, you know, but just going, you know, with such a radical statement doesn't make me want to support or, or, or think positive for that matter of the vegan community. Right. The, the article, by the way, had this guy with like, without his shirt and like all this cis pack. I don't have one. Obviously it doesn't make me want to say like, I want to be like that guy. He's vegan. He says like the Holocaust, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, become vegan. Cause I want his six pack or whatever. No. Oh man. Anyways, but I think that's the last story for today. Um, right, Josh? Yeah, that's it. I, I think we've said it all this time. It was a pretty heated episode, but, uh, but yeah, if, if anyone who is uh, vegan, anyone who is Chinese or knows the Chinese government or anyone who is a QAnon supporter or a QAnon shaman, feels free, feel free to comment below and uh, tell us what we're getting wrong. Yeah. We're always happy to hear. Yeah, educate us. I don't, I don't mind. You know, I love having, I love having conversations. And like we told you guys at the beginning of the episode, I love uh, interacting with you guys. I really genuinely do. All crap aside, you know, I'm 100% right now being honest. I love to have conversations with people, right? Even if you agree or you disagree. And with that, thank you for watching. And until next time, see ya. Peace.